Welcome to the Business Information Buffet Podcast, also known as the Bib Podcast, where everybody eats, powered by the College of Southern Nevada. Each week, we'll be featuring business owners and entrepreneurs that will provide their personal recipes for business, powerful conversations, and knowledge of the business world. We amplify the stories of various backgrounds, cultures, and expertise. Our self-identity is as diverse as our social community. We cultivate a community of like-minded individuals that share their different perspectives, broadening our worldview. Are you ready? This is the Bib Podcast, where everybody eats. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? Welcome back to the Business Information Buffet Podcast, also known as the Bid Podcast, where everybody eats under the operation of the College of Southern Nevada here at the North Las Vegas campus for another impactful, extravagant, advocate episode. I'm your host, Sean Torrey, with our DJ, DJ Icebreak. And unfortunately, Icebreak's not here today, but we're going to keep on with his honor. And our episode today, our episode today is called Community Scholars. Restoring education with a very, very, very special guest. Now, now, ladies, gentlemen, and they, today's guest is advocating for her community, scholars, and educators to restore education. Our guest today is a Las Vegas native and a former K-12 Clark County School District student. She earned her Bachelor's of Arts and degree, oh, sorry, Bachelor's of Arts degree in political science, Master of Arts degree in urban leadership and public policy at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, even though it's Wolfpack Gang. Uh, no judgments here. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, and she is also pursuing her PhD in educational psychology. Baby! Ladies and gentlemen, in 2013, our guest is a co-founder of the Curly Locks Foundation, a nonprofit organization geared towards promoting community, uh, promoting education, health, wellness, and young, young underserved girls of color in the Las Vegas community. Come on, you see the clap? She's gonna get her flowers today. She's gonna get her flowers today. She has worked with several local national democratic campaigns, currently works for a political organization for a local teachers union. Her advocacy work centers around own, her own experience within CCSD, and she is a strong advocate for educational equity and social justice. Hey. Now, ladies, gentlemen, and they, the activists, the transformative, the phenomenal founder of the Southern Nevada Black Educators, Miss Jordan Hankins. How you doing, Queen? What's poppin'? I'm doing good, bro. How you doing? Yeah, you know me. Uh, I just had I had to make sure I did your introduction right. Did no, I, did I you did. You? you did. I got you. It, it was lit. I, come on yeah. now. Come on. I appreciate now. that. I do, I do what I can. And when I do what I do, what you I do. You really what I did can. it. I feel like I was supposed to come out fighting or something after that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but listen, we, let, let, them, let them know you're going to get your flowers today. Period. Okay. And I appreciate that. That's no problem. But please let the people know who you are, Miss Jordan. So, for those who don't know, my name is Jordan Hankins. I am the founding director of the Southern Nevada Black Educators Initiative. Word. <laughs> right. I am currently pursuing. Well, I've, I've been in CCSD, well, Nevada's education system, specifically Southern Nevada's education system from start to finish. Right. You know, we went to Brindley together. We did go to, we did go to Brindley um, Middle School together. I graduated from UNLV at some point. <laughs> it took me a long time to get there, but I did it um, with my undergrad in political science. Then um, 
I earned my master's recently in urban leadership and public policy, and I'm currently pursuing, well, I start my doctoral program in August, which I'm so excited about. Come on now. Right, um, in educational psychology. So I'm just, I guess the essence of me is just, um, it's it's all wrapped around in social justice and based around social justice and making change. So that's how I like to classify myself. Now, oh man, first of all, congratulations to you getting into the PhD Thank program. you. I'll be joining you. Man, I, man listen, you, you're right. But like, I sit back and I tell you, because uh, we did go to Brinley Middle School together. Um, that was that was a, a different time back then. It, yes. was, it was a lot of rough time. But middle school, I guess, is when you really get your full exposure to reality. And we are products of CCSD. I know Absolutely. in a sense, it's kind of like uh, we're, we're proud of it. But then a, a huge part of it is like a lot of us were scarred from it. Right. Coming from out of the school district respectfully, because um, some of the, there were some great teachers we had. And there was also some teachers who didn't give us the best influence. Right. Or didn't. Right. Then like there was so much further a teacher could have gave it because we saw teachers more than we saw our parents. Absolutely. The week, right? right. And imagine if we had majority of the teachers really pour into us like that positive energy that that we could have had. But I right. mean, a lot of us. We were going through a lot, didn't know how to process Absolutely. a lot at the time, too. So talk about that experience. Like, how, what, what led you to um, to not only pursue educational psychology, but to also create the, uh, the Southern Nevada Black Educators right. Initiative? So it definitely came from, uh, uh, it was based on need, right? And right. what in my own field observations of what was going on in the Clark County School District, right? So... I when I was completing my undergrad, we had to do a capstone project, right? Right. And all of my students, like all my students, all of my um, all of my colleagues or um, classmates were completing their undergrad projects and like their research projects in like NATO or international relations. And I was like, I want to make a change here. Where I, you know where I live. Not to say that that's not important to me either. You know, international relations because it does affect me, but. How can like everyone I know has gone to prison or jail at some point or has not made it to the like this college level that I'm so grateful to be at. So and it opens it opened me up to so many different experiences. Right. And opportunities. So I started to do the research and I came across the school to prison pipeline. I had already known a lot about about it, but just to see all the variables that affect that or, you know, that contribute to that. So the lack of um, representation, the Mm. lack of black teachers, um, Students not being able to have the resources they need. Educators don't have the resources within the class. So that kind of what that's that's where it all started. So right. that's where so that's where it all started. And so um, for one applause for that too, because like I know we we talked about this offline, but I know at times you you catch you catch a lot of heat for not being quote unquote an educator, right? right? But what would you classify an educator? Oh, that's a good question. Um, Cause you did ask me that. Well, yeah. you kind of mentioned that. So an educator is someone who's able to teach others and, and able to guide others and yeah. lead. Right. So right. that's how I classify an educator. You don't have to be a tr- like, of course, as a traditional sense. And I don't want to, no disrespect you know, to definitely never teacher. disrespect educators. I Cause I have I the highest level of respect for educators, obviously, cause I advocate for them every single day, but right. you know, I have taken on an educator role without having to be within the classroom. So makes sense. For sure. So what skills would you say, what skill sets from your experience being in the workflow, working in these campaigns have prepared you to work with educators and, or, and organizations in education? Um, being exposed to legislation, legislators, um, and also being able to work in politics, mm-hmm. it gives you a different lens to be able to advocate 
correctly for black teachers specifically, right? Because you see that there is a lack of funding, a lack of support. And like, so you see it from the legislative side, right? And yeah. then I'm able to work, I work with teachers every single day, right? Right, right, right? And I'm in those lounges and I hear the worst conversations. Like, you know, yeah. educators or they're talking about the students' names or what they have on or, you know, oh, my students, they can't, they don't even know how to write their name and they need to be, I need to send them to jail. I need to call the police on these students. Like, these are the oh, conversations man. that I hear every single day. So being able, so I feel like I do have a unique lens, like I said, to be able to advocate for this population and for the Southern Nevada black educators, what, how has the, how has the initiative been able to essentially restore the narrative for our, our young youth of color, right? Or our students, how have they, how have you been encouraging the, our black educators to essentially support our students of color and students in general too, of course. Yeah. So that's with using African principles a lot in our work. So like we that. have a mentorship. So pretty much the Southern Nevada black educators initiative, we are attacking this issue from different points, right? So we have our pipeline issue and that's, that's crazy. So what we do there is we have a program that we launched with UNLV's College of Education right. and we mentor black college of ed students. Right. And that's giving them that empowerment to and a voice to be able to complete their college of ed program. Like right. Okay. So. Right. And that's dope. Right. So within and, the, and it's proven to be super successful thus far. And we've only launched we're only in our pilot program. So we plan to continue this in the fall and years to come. Years to come. Okay. Right. And in our next piece and I don't want to speak too much to it because people be like, you know, some of my ideas out there. But <laughs> no, but that's fine. It's, but it's we, documented now. No, right. <laughs> but we also, and this is something that we're actually working on right now, is to um, really target black students within the Clark County School District and right. black community members to be able to improve the perception of the education field here in the Clark County School District, right? Talk that, talk. Because years ago, I mean, back before pre desegregation right. black teachers was like celebrities in That's their true. neighborhoods you know what i mean like they made a lot of money they were they all had master's degrees phds so we want the black community here in the clark county school district to start viewing our educators and the education field like we did back then right, right. and to back to your point what we do try to instill in our educators is the three A's, which is um, something that Dr. Vanessa Siddle Walker, who's like an amazing educational scholar, um, something that she talks about is advocacy, aspiration and access. Ooh. So we give less. So like we that. instill that in our educators to be able to instill that in our students. Right. And I'll kind of get to more of that um, if I can. Yeah, of course. OK, of course, so the three course, A's is something that and I, I OK, so doing this work. This, I, I love like ed, everything education, right? Of so um, I came across Dr. Vanessa Siddle Walker, who's done a lot of research on the uh, pre-desegregation of education, right? And the tactics that black teachers employed prior to the schools being desegregated. Right. And because we can tell there has been a shift, right, in our communities yeah. and how we interact with our students, especially our black students, right? So there were the three A's, so aspire. So black teachers aspired their black students, right? So they told them, they gave them the, the empowerment and, you know, this, like, hey, you can be anything that you want to be, be in this right, world, right? right. right? This is segreg I mean, the segregated world who does not want you here, mm -hmm. who marginalizes you. And then they went to um, advocacy. So they taught black students not to only advocate for themselves, but also how to advocate for each other and how do we work within the system and also tear this system down. Right. Mm -hmm. And then access, which is something that they lost. Right. Black teachers lost. Um, but they wanted to give their students that access to resources that the white students had. 
you know, in those schools uh, pre desegregation. So. See, that's a little bit of that magic right there when you yeah. talk about that. That's that recipe that you adding into that. Yes, that's what I. Absolutely. But like, I think that's that's important for people to know. That's why I was like, please pronounce those acronyms, like because I don't see what I what I I see is a lot on when we're working in these spaces. A lot of, of folks give you bounce back right, or they're trying to kind of oh, put you at a good yeah, stop. Yeah, right? they do. So then, can you think of a time where that you plan something? And it didn't go accordingly. Ooh. Like, how did you? How did you make it work? That's actually happening right now, and I can't speak like too much to it. You can't. I can't. Okay. I, I can't because I. I know. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but pretty much, I planned this whole. So uh, I'll. I'll start with the mentorship program, okay, right? Man. You know how it's just a pilot program now, right? I, so I, 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 I put some respect on it. Okay, not just a pilot Thank program, you. but we Thank want to you. extend you, this to be able to reach all like all black teachers in the Clark County School District. Like, on, all mentors. So we, because right now we only have seven mentors, right? Okay, and but, we mentor twenty one uh, black college of ed students. Where there's only on, like a hundred of them in the first place. But, but I remember, I remember seeing it, and I thought I didn't like because I was reading. It, I was like, is this for grad students? Because I got the email, and I was like, is this for us too it's not for grad students not for grad but students, eventually grad, right? it will be okay right um and that's the plan so I, we really want to expand it in the fall but there's been some bumps in the road because i am okay. a black woman and i also don't i don't <laughs> it's okay i don't have like the look you know what i mean of like the the like the super professional even though i am and i'm smart as hell right. i'm just i don't have like that you know i'm just different I understand that. You know what I mean, I and I don't. That. I don't play by the rules, although I do at the same time, right? Like you definitely so, follow them, but you're, you're someone who's definitely like absolutely. Like I'm a there. sin in my blackness, and that's what I mean by that. You know what I mean? Like I'm unapologetically black, and um, yeah. So <laughs> a lot of folks don't really like that, and I feel like when I'm I'm centered around blackness, and I'm like, no, this is specifically for black teachers and black students. A lot of folks at the, you know that level, I, they're I not really. But we working on it. So it, I kind of hit a bump in the road recently, but I was able to, I'm overcoming it though. What hoes say? I went through that, so you ain't got through that? Oh, I forgot what that, that's, but that's, I think that's something you have to think about because right. when you're putting these positions, you're, you're, you're truly being the trendsetter, right? right? You're doing something that is innovative and something that's challenging the system. Right. The, also, that's something that's oppressive. That, that makes them that's, feel uncomfortable. Exactly. Because what will happen is, you know, the tokenism is real at times. And Very. we like to like, well, this person made it out. But I'm like, man, that person, if he told his story or yeah. she or they, if they told their story, I'm pretty sure they would be like, hey, I think I would support this. Right. Issue, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So what are some things you've experienced that could have worked out in theory, but didn't go that way in practice? I'm going to keep it real. Tell me about it. Everything that I've been putting on paper has been coming into practice. You better let them know. Like, and that's because I I properly yeah. plan okay. and I'm I'm realistic with my goals. You know what I mean? And right. I'm like, okay, where can I? Where can we take this? And what can we do? And also because I'm genuine about it, and I'm not trying to get anything out of, out of it. it. See, you know what I mean? And I'm not life. trying. To, and another thing about me, um, this is like the first and probably only podcast or interview I'm gonna do because I don't like to be out like on the front no well, I like to be behind the scenes so and I think but that I really shows I, I appreciate you doing this because you don't have to but like because you did I remember you did my first from my other show yeah and you did it out of love and I appreciate that and, and just to come on here and talk about it I appreciate that because other businesses like business owners watch this show yeah and they want to know what's going on and their kids are in education too so right, I'm pretty absolutely. sure they're very thankful the fact that you're out here advocating for them so absolutely. please let's give, a, let's give that clap let's give a real clap for this queen always, right here always you know what I'm saying so you know I, I'm sorry I have to do this to you you know I gotta do to you what is it you scared <laughs> A little, I mean, actually, I ain't never scared. Oh. 
What's that? I gotta put you in the hot seat, ma'am. It's okay though. I ain't, <laughs> it ain't it ain't that bad. I promise you. <laughs> so, ma'am, this segment here is it gives us more insight. Oh, sorry. Whoop. Yes, this is give more and provide more in depth questions uh, to learn more about you as a guest, right? So okay. we used to we used to rap as rapid fast questions, but I like to get more in depth, right? I like I'm gonna ask the questions that the people really want to know because they hear it, they don't really want to know, right? Right. So. My first question for you, Ms. Jordan, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. What are the challenges you face with the Southern Nevada Black Educa- uh, Black Ed- Educator Initiative? Ooh, you know what? Um, I would say receiving hate mail from um, oh, wow. hate mail, hate tweets. Um, you receive hate mail and hate tweets? Absolutely. I've received all type of hate mail from uh, white supremacist organizations. Oh, wow. Crazy tweets. I think I you saw them on Facebook. I, I posted I some of the you tweets did, before. I mean, see, yes, not so many tweets. It was like some Instagram uh, Cause, cause I think I checked on you after that. Yeah. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, so that's, I, I think that would be yeah. the most difficult part of this is like navigating through, um, you know, navigating through that stuff. Because it can take a toll on wow. you. Yeah. So what are some, what are some common mistakes black educators make? Ooh. Or, or, I, I guess I'll just, black educators, but I'll say, actually, no, I'll put black educators because in this spectrum, it goes right into your initiative, and there's there's a very small percentage of Black educators. Yeah, I would so. say um, a mis- a common mistake that I've seen is not allowing your classroom to reflect you um, and reflect okay. your culture and your students' culture, and kind of like allowing the, your administrators to scare you out of being Black mm. or unapolog- unapologetically Black. And you need that. Your students need that. I mean, I most of our teachers do do that, but a lot of times I've seen admins kind of start coming after folks and it, you know and, they, and it scares them so they kind of dumb like not dumbed down but they'll water down like, their curriculum or their pedagogy right, right, right. Yeah. Their pedagogy. right. man you talking about forever right there but right okay so then what are the benefits of using your services right or at or your initiative so because we're still in the um, beginning phases I would say the benefits will be, and I say will be intentionally, they will be to be able to get resources from us, right? So right, that's, right, right. Um, and that's also another um, program that we're working on too right now. So professional development, uh, advocacy for specifically for black teachers right. um, and scholarship funding as well. So if anyone out there wants to donate to our scholarship fund, please feel free to go to- That's a good plug. www.snbei.org. Send a black educator back to get her master's or her PhD. Help us do that. Come on now, help them do that, ladies and gentlemen. Help them. <laughs> so what would you say have been the benefits of this initiative? The benefits are being, wow. I remember during Christmas break, I interviewed a lot of teachers, a yeah. lot of black teachers, especially a lot of teachers over at Parsons Elementary School. And when I tell you, I Same cried time. meeting with them. It was all via Google Meets because I had COVID. Um, but just the, like listening to their stories was so empowering to me right. and how they empower their students and work with their students to be the best that they can be, right? right. So I think that's one of the main benefits for me. So that's no, that's that's phenomenal, man. Okay, just being able to li- listen to stories, you know what I mean, and and being able to help folks—that's a benefit. So, like with with everything that you've expressed to us today, my I have this one. The, the question I have is because I've known you all my life. I, I've known you all my life. Yeah. How has the transition been from 
the casinos to education to campaigns to now being an educator. How has that changed? <laughs> and now being a PhD student? Hey, I'm going to keep it real. Everything is connected. So you work with, so I had to work in casinos and be a cocktail waitress because I ain't had no other job. You know what I mean? Yeah, I had to, I remember yeah, like yeah. getting out of school, I mean, getting out of work at like 8 a.m. from serving drinks all night yeah. to being in class at UNLV for a 9 a.m. class. You know what I mean? So, it's the struggle was very real but i learned i always knew that there was and not to say that that's not big you know what i mean or no, that's not a career team like you know but i just always knew that there was more for me out there and that's mm -hmm. why i always hustled to hustle get there um but i'll say working in you know campaigns to and that also it get like i said i was it awarded me an experience and opportunities that i wouldn't have received elsewhere That's right to see like hey how are we treating black folks here in the clark county school district you know like what what laws are in place or you know how can we um how can we strategize with legislators or you know political folks to be able to make changes that we need to make so i was able to learn how to successfully navigate and right. work in my organization no nah, i mean come on because those that's the part that's the part of the recipe that makes the sauce. We're gonna get there in a second. But Absolutely. I I I, um, I relate to you heavily because I mean just me outside of knowing you, but graving working at graveyard shift is Ooh. no joke. I don't know how I did it. Listen, I sit here think about it too. I'm like, cause when I was in the master's program, I had a GA and I worked at Child Haven. So amazing. I worked at Child Haven. So my GA was from eight AM to twelve. Right. I would go or sometimes twelve thirty. Then I go to class from one to three forty five. See my clients because I was, you know, doing MFT from four to eight. Go home for like an hour. See my kid, kiss her goodnight. Go to Child Haven and work from ten p.m. to six a.m. That's the grind. And do it all over again. That's the I, grind. I barely got sleep. But you have to. Here's the thing. I ended though. up in a uh, sleep apnea because of it. See, no, and yeah, that, that's, that's too much. We have to start because we can't take care of others if we don't take we care, care of ourselves. ourselves. Like you got to prioritize your mental health. But you money know. is an issue too. You know what I mean? Like you got to meet. Like I was gonna say, meet the bills. Oh, you, gotta you pay inflation. Your bills. Oh, you oh it's a mess. <laughs> oh, you inflation. Oh, it's Look, killing. We have to pay the bills, right, and keep the lights on. But you all also can't you're no good to anyone else if you're if you have sleep apnea that but but that, not only that i appreciate you advocating because it's, it's folks like us who had those stories where we're not, we don't get sleep and we have to work but then we're forced to still perform in the classroom oh yeah and then, and then we're put in these systems where it's like oh well i still expect this do you, do you ever remember watching a player's club and I Diamond remember. was sleeping class? I remember. That used to be that me. Used to like, be me too. Yeah. I, I would literally be knocked out. In, but I'd be in the front row, though, for sure. But I'd be like, sleep I in remember, class. I, remember, I was listening. I remember I had a professor who thought I was lazy. Really? At UNLV? At or UNLV. I mean, UNR? Nope, UNLV. Oh, with your masters. Oh, like Because I, I would sleep. I would sleep it. I would sleep in pockets. So I, if I didn't have a client, I would sleep, wake up, make sure that client was good. And then they try to be like, hey, Sean, you don't have to hustle. So I was like, hustle? I'm like, I just, when I broke down my schedule just like that, they were like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry we didn't know. I was like, nah, I'm There's, good. I went yeah. off. I, I went off because it was like. Out of touch. Even like you completely out of touch and you're yeah. supposed to be. Imagine if I was if I was just your client. You going to sit here and say that to me? Right. So trust me, I've been there. Yeah, which it's is, too much. Which is part of why I feel the way I feel about you. Know, but we, we ain't going to go there. We ain't <laughs> Let's go not. There. We ain't gonna go there, but it's okay. Not my because, school. But guess what? That thank you made it through the hot seat for one. Okay, good. You made it through the hot seat, but because of your story, that's how you we get to the no sauce. sauce. Hey, because you get lost in the sauce. You, you, you can get lost in the sauce very easily. Very easily, and because of and because of that, because this segment get, this segment gives us more 
uh, insight on what our guests where we ask like what's your special ingredient for what you do right for for your initiative for your business and why Ooh. nobody can replicate what you do all right Ooh. so, so miss jordan can you tell the people, can you tell us what makes the Southern Nevada Black Educators Initiative an initiative nobody can duplicate? I'm going to keep it real. When I first started this, um, it derived from my master's program. I had to create a legacy project. And I was like, this is my passion. It's what I'm going to do, right? So what I did was I would... Uh, I would say one of the main ingredients was not stepping on toes. Ooh. So I went and met with every black organization that was working in the education field to, right. to improve Nevada's education system. And I met with them to say, hey, this is what I have planned, what you doing and how could we work together? So Love I do it. a lot of collaborating. So I don't step on toes. I collaborate. And then I'm also just like I work very hard and then I'm I'm genuine. You know what I mean? So All I right. think those are like the main ingredients. Talk that. So what would be your, what's your secret ingredient, Jordan? What's the secret? The secret ingredient out of all that is, whew, I was going to say no sleep, but I, because <laughs> I'm going to be sleeping. <laughs> uh, I would say the secret ingredient is um self, self-care. Self-care? Because I'm going to sleep. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh. I don't sleep, but I sleep. Like I have a day where cause Monday through Friday, I'm busy start to finish. But Sundays, I don't do nothing. Oh, like, that's it. Listen, what? Uh, to, you know, speaking of Sundays, uh, tomorrow we have a brunch hop. Everyone want to oh, go? No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Folks, by the time they see this, I ain't gonna know about that, but it's okay. <laughs> but I was like, listen, I, one thing I'm gonna do is when I leave work, I leave work at work. Oh yeah, I'm, I don't answer that. What? Phone. I don't answer mm-hmm. nothing unless unless it's this one. Well, Miss Miss Sarah, the director right. behind the scenes. I see you, Sarah. Right. But other other than her and Clarissa, I'm not I'm not picking up the phone. Like I'm nope. I refuse. I reclaim. I reclaim my time. No, you have to because these jobs will run you, they will down. Run you down. And I they probably shouldn't be. I, well, I ain't gonna say that, but <laughs> I yeah, especially no my main job. Yeah, no. yeah. After after five, it's a, it's a it's wrap a, it's for a me. Wrap. So I have to prioritize my self care. No. And then also one more ingredient, the real, real, and I've mentioned Minimum. this so many times already, but um, just being unapologetically black. Come on. That's the like, same. don't let people scare you, especially within um, this work, because yeah. you'll let people, well, people have tried to scare me into, oh, the people of color yeah. conversation. That and conversation. it's like, no, 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 that's very different. You yeah. know what I mean? That's so fair. just making sure that I say true to me, to the teachers that I work for and, you know, the mission. No, for one, Jordan, I want to thank you so much for just sharing your story. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank, just, just being able to come here and be vulnerable, being able to trust trust me and to ask these questions. Because I, I feel like it's important for people to understand what you do right. and these initiatives that are here and how you're advocating for education. Because regardless if people want to accept it or not, education is a business. And if you really yeah. want to, it's operated like a business. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and not the best ways. But <laughs> right. <laughs> sometimes, uh, most times. But right. it's things like this that really push us further to like, hey, there's hope within education. Absolutely. Right. And while you're you're here to help folks restore Allow others to make sure they transform and transition. As absolutely. Well, absolutely. That's what we're doing. Transforming Nevada's education system. And as we do that, I want to make sure um, I thank you. Oop. And I thank you. I and wanna, congratulations with everything. What you mean? You are lit. Man, listen. School, you are about to get married. Uh, in a month, yes, and no, your wife is so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. You have beautiful daughters. Like, you're great. No, thank I you. I look up to you. No, man, that means a lot, man, because we've come a long way. Yeah. Uh, we've we come a long way. I've known you for a long time. You see me. You see me when I was young, Sean, and just trying to figure it out. But I think we motivate each other. Like most of my heroes are local. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, Mine too. I remember you was you was the first episode I called from my other show. Right. And I, I did that intentionally because I was like, no, nah, I respect what Jordan has to say, and I, I look up to you. 
Um, you're one of the queens I look up to. Oh, I, I, I never appreciate got a chance that. To tell you that. I so, appreciate that. And thank you. For, I've been wait. I've been, I wanted to wait to get you on this show. But I'm glad you reached out to me first. Yes, so you I beat me to, to it. Yeah. You beat me to it because I was like, I want to make sure I get you when things are like a right. lot more established. I got I figured out my voice and my flow. Yeah. Um, and as you see, it's, it's no, it's seamless. great. And I'm that. happy it came at this point because my team is always like, Jordan, you need to get in on a podcast or like talk to me. But I'm like, no, I, I want to stay in the back. Y'all do that. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? This is dope. I'm going to do I'm going to hit up Sean to see if he, I appreciate you know, he'll no, have me. No, so. it, it, of course. It, like you beat me to it. I was literally going to be like, All right, I got to hit her up before and then. Two weeks later, hey, I was like, oh, she you watch the show for sure? Yes, I do. But one more thing um, before you uh, let me go. Uh, I have a... Um, <laughs> We have our Black Student Welcome event, where it's now our Black Student Appreciation event that okay. was postponed. It's May 5th oh, at UNLV. Because this episode will be out by the time. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so we're looking forward to having all our community members there, all of our black teachers in the Clark County School District there, all our um, allies, mm -hmm. um, college of ed students as well, they're in attendance. We're going to have a panel discussion, Oh yeah, that, okay. African okay. dancers, drum, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be real big. So it's going to be really nice. Okay, bet. So then... You know, before because I ain't even done yet. Because we're gonna get to oh the my we, bad. No, you good? Because we gonna we got one more thing to do. Okay, we got more things. To, thank you for giving us the sauce, by the way. And before as we transition to the last segment, we are going into the happy hour, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, okay. And so I actually have something for you here. Do you? Yes, I do. I have some gifts from here. No. On behalf of the Business Information Buffet Podcast, also known as the Bill Podcast, where everybody eats. This is for you. So much. Yeah. Yes. I a hat. Listen, oh, I got you. Oh, I love hats. You, you got and you? a hoodie. Oh, come on now. So, because now, because oh, now in this, this segment, so <laughs> of course, this is where we actually have to take a uh, we take a toast between the guests and the host, where we ask what's going on great for you, right? Okay. So, Miss Jordan, tell us what's going on great in the business world. Tell us what's going on great. What's going on great? I would say, um, like, I'm, like I mentioned earlier, everything is just falling into place beautifully. Um, we have an amazing group of black educators right now who are mentoring black college of ed students, right. and they really love what they're doing. And um, they're just reporting back like the best news. And it's, it's beautiful. So um, I think that's what's going the best right now. Let's do it in salute and prayers for you. But what about you? Success. What's going good with you? Oh, what I, wait a minute. Ain't no one ever asked me what's going on good. <sighs> what I have going, I can't say. Okay. Um, but you'll find out after April 23rd. After April. That's coming up soon. After April 23rd. People will see. All right, bet. I can't. I can't say it publicly, but no, I feel yeah. you. I'm, I can right. Yeah, I'm after April twenty third, because yeah, after, after April twenty third, folks are gonna be like, oh, okay. so all I can say. All right. So, but thank toast to you. Oh, cheers. Cheers. We supposed to take the social shot? Oh no, you didn't. I did. I'm gonna finish it. I took the you know, old habits. <laughs> Oh my God! Old habits, old habits. But Jordan, please let them know where they can find you. Let them your email, social handles. Let them know. Absolutely. So you guys can find well my organization at www.snbei.org. On Twitter, it's underscore snbei. Instagram is also underscore snbei. And if you want to reach out to us via email directly, if you want to get involved, it's info at smbei.org. 
Thank you so much, Jordan, for joining us again. I deeply appreciate you. I appreciate you. this, too. I had so much fun. I'm so glad you did. And ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of our show for today. I am your host, Sean Tory, for the Business Information Buffet Podcast, also known as the Bib Podcast, where everybody eats. I am your host, Sean Tory, with our DJ, DJ Icebreak, and we'll see you next time. See y'all next time. Well, not me, but... <laughs> Thank you.